first step of the new year going well joining me is uh, vishnu and orko thank you guys for taking time yeah hi hmm. so my, we... my name is navin peter i lost 100 kilos that's why i look like this <laughs> right now <laughs> where is navin brother navin, navin is at the uh, hockey world cup he's gone to bhubaneswar uh-huh. or raurkela wherever that is yeah. i think he's gone to both places but anyway he'll come back and uh, take over the duties whenever that is but in the meantime we initially had an idea of doing a live or something immediately after we did the the road map came out but i or orko or vishnu was not really convinced that anything major came out of that road map so <laughs> we did not do that but i think uh, now is as good as time as any to let's talk about some of the salient points in this uh, i'll come to you orko first they said a lot of things about the commercial value of aiff about raising 500 crore 5000 crore whatever the number that came to their mind at that point mm-hmm. so uh, where do you see it like considering the fact that their current uh, income mm-hmm. all inclusive according to their own uh, statistics and their own uh, d- data is 80 mm-hmm. crore <laughs> yeah and if you uh, i mean if, if if anyone does the math they know that aff will have to grow by more than 100% every year to get to that figure right finally we are by 2026 i mean the math is just crazy i mean on top of the math the ambition is also crazy um but um, yeah man when you when when all of your uh, revenues coming from one party right one private party right so your are you going to them and are you saying listen this is the value of the this is the value of indian football right now and you have to pay this much or do you have an open market bidding system do you be like you know there are parties who are involved right? so for example we know we know that you know dazon um, has done this in a lot of countries where you know it has uh, overpaid for tv rights right stuff like that so um i mean for me right now the numbers don't add up it i mean just doesn't like 500 cr as it is a lot of uh, people tell me indian football is a bit overvalued like the sponsorships that clubs get are just purely due to connections there is no intrinsic strategic investment there is no strategic investment by any of the sponsorships it's not ipl right or it's not pro kabaddi also so um, the indian football's numbers hardly justify the sponsorship they get now so 500 cr i just, I just some seems like a pipe dream for me right now what about you vishnu what's your take on this yeah i think uh, see uh, they've come up with this figure but um, they don't really say very clearly how they're going to get there like <laughs> it's just uh, look the, we have a target but is it realistic is it how are we going to get to that target i don't think uh, i don't think they know to be honest it's not that they know and they're not putting up putting that in the play i don't think they know and thinking of it it's not it's not see forget growing by that much just growing is not an easy task for indian football considering the state that we are in right now growing yes. by any target is not easy like how are you going to do it you have a like uh, a, a league where uh, every league to be honest like the audiences have been declining if you take pre pandemic and whatever is right now uh yeah the most watched league in asia just so you know mm-hmm. really more about asian football than indian football so <laughs> if that is true i am no, sure I that's mean, not true <laughs> tv or tv you are talking about television 
I don't know, man. I don't think any of those things are true. But where where have you read this? Uh, I think uh, I said only had a tweet out. I think I am not uh, going to confirm, but I think they had a tweet out some days back. Chinese people stop watching football. I don't. Know. Anyway, go on. I mean, their whole teams are all going under, no? So it could be a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. yeah, there is no way to, you know, reach this target. Whatever they have said. and uh, to be honest like uh, as uh, arka said whatever indian football gets right now it's a bit player salaries everything it's not exactly reflective of uh, you know <laughs> logic standard yeah yeah, yeah so to grow even further if, like uh, it's like blowing into a balloon that's already pretty inflated so no matter of time it will it burst so, i don't know i don't know how like what's the science behind it and what's like the science through which they arrived at this figure and i this is the thing uh, the, the one thing that struck me when i came across this first was how are they going to like forget um like this much of growth if they had just said we are going to grow and laid out a plan to even grow by 2 or 3% every year a plan that actually made sense and was doable that would have been much 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 better than setting these really huge targets and just vaguely saying that yeah we'll get there somehow one way or the other so i have an inkling of what happened essentially every world cup we pick up on some country right this is the japan effect this is the japan effect someone has read on twitter it's a 100 year plan we'll make a 25 year old plan right but uh, i mean and as someone pointed out right administrators status keep changing their uh, what do you say what are their priorities they they that keep changing so how do you know like the next person is going to execute this vision right is there a buy in from any party yes we said arsen wenger is going to come and design but like see this is this is thing it's cleverly worded arsen wenger's team the headlines have gone as arsen wenger but i was checking and ah, seeing arsen wenger's team yeah. that could be anybody he could have a team member in uh, india only directly go and arsen wenger <laughs> projects at fifa right? so it's yeah. fifa people basically fifa members yeah, yeah. no but but I, I, like vishnu was saying right i mean play, just take player salaries for example right there are kirgiz and tajik players playing in our second division i league right de facto second division for between $25,000 to $50,000 per per annum which is between let's say 20, 20 lakh to 40 lakh rupees right and our national teamers get paid a multiple of that right like 2x 3x 4x right now what happens when india faces these these countries like how many times out of 100 does india have a favorable outcome so taking india's standard in asian football the logic doesn't fit bro doesn't doesn't fit right there are south asian countries we know where people are mad about football right i went to vietnam recently dead rubber 5000 people were there 5000 people were there for dead rubber nobody and insane atmosphere insane atmosphere people are paying money to get in you're not seeing that right now in a, in any indian football match right and they pay their players what like like 10 lakh a year 6 lakh a year this that is logical we have i don't know it's it's hugely overvalued the market's on the verge of a bubble i don't forget growing remaining even 
you know on par i don't know i don't know what's in store that's the that's the interesting part right they they are commercial partners their league there is no television revenue unless you figure out a way that okay the contract is coming to an end you go to a new network it looks to me at least it looks more than likely that they'll move to a next uh, next network and then you can think about okay can they make enough money from there do you have sponsorship coming because are there viewers enough lot of these uh, smaller tournaments they are you know putting it out on youtube and stuff like that i don't think how many people are watching it or there are enough people watching it to get more money and whenever there is somebody who is coming to invest two three months later they are gone like something and all has happened uh, behind the scenes this fellow that ego got hurt and this ego was massaged and the wrong ego got upset these things happen at the state level at the district level at the national level so eventually we are at a situation where it's sort of status quo things are running as they are running but if tomorrow god forbid uh, mm-hmm. fsdl says okay you know what we did it for 10 years done just like you know nfl happened before i league uh, happened before isl also says i'm done i am not propping up the teams anymore i am not doing any of these things go find your own market it's a free market pay your players what you want to pay whatever they say suddenly you're gone suddenly it's all uh, up in the air what is the league is there a league what happens to the teams uh, which league do they play and who is going to pay for them you know we see a highly overvalued 18 or 20 team i league that's it yes. right and yes. then it becomes a white elephant because anyway people are struggling to have 20 matches home and away when you have 36 match home and away then you have clubs shutting down every week yeah, financially Yeah. Yeah. So that's the commercial side of it. Now let's look at the leagues. They want to improve the number of clubs. They have uh, 7000 clubs uh, development clubs in the 10000 60000 whatever number they put. I I can't remember off the top of my head but very ambitious numbers. I do think there are a lot of clubs existing. Already. Yeah, yeah. Which already. they are not helping. Yeah. Like the very the very next day I think that whole thing came out in Manipur where the <laughs> club who finished first two years in a row was not nominated for second division and the club who did not finish there was given because finished fifth finished fifth Yeah what was the what was the term they used thumb turmoil they trauma trauma yeah <laughs> because they did something and got suspended and they had trauma about it I mean Manipur is one of the better leagues in the country right Not but one not not one of the better uh, run uh, federations. It's a yeah. yeah. Talking about quality in terms yeah, of football, quality, yeah. quality very good. Better leagues in the country. Quality very good, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what is happening. So we have the clubs. Are they going to do anything to help them? There, there, there are there are uh, Delhi, for example. Take where I'm sitting right now. Ninety six clubs or registered at least. Bangalore has over hundred. More there yeah, are. Case if I has over hundred. Yeah, seventy alone. I think uh, opted wanted to get into the C division this time. Yeah, right. I mean there are a lot more, uh, but lot they they won't have like a lot. Of, all of them have voting rights. Some of them are like uh, members, but without voting rights. Associate. Which they can get, yeah, associate, associate members. Yeah. yeah, I get it. There, Delhi has like ninety six clubs. I think about five or six PSLPs. Five or six are professional, right? And you look at somebody who comes into Indian football. Right, the first thing he does is Google Indian football. What are the headlines that come up? Right, there you have your answer right there, right. What are the headlines that come out? I don't know. I mean, how many of those are stories that make you go, "Wow, yeah, you know, let me go invest in Indian football right now." Let, let me Google. Indian. Now football. it might be better, I think. 
Indian men's national team receives invites to WAFF championship. Okay, fair wow. enough. Wow. Oh, that's a good flavor. Huh? That's the flavor of the yeah. day. So that's come now. Yeah. We'll talk about that uh, down the line. Vishnu, what's no, your... No, speak about the targets, right? That they, they, they've set 2026 targets. I think we spoke about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I just wanted to get Vishnu's oh, yeah. take on the leagues. Because no, having so, in Chennai, <laughs> he should know it's see, uh, Indian football's uh, club model, uh, models for club, is pretty simple right now. I mean, it's it's uh, unless you bring in uh, one or two exceptions for every hundred, this is what works. What happens with the other ninety-eight? So there will be one guy, incredibly passionate, moderately rich background, can afford to blow a very limited amount of money on uh, the club. He'll put together a club. He'll source all the local players, all the local experts. He puts together a club. He enters the district league, yeah. uh, uh, operates it, incredibly passionate about it, blows a lot of money in it. If if he's lucky, he gets to, say, like the second division I-League or whatever. Mm-hmm. If he's, uh, uh, like, uh, actually, if he's unlucky, he gets to the second division I-League because that means he'll just blow through <laughs> his money faster. If he had just remained in the league, he would have probably <laughs> been able to last for a lot longer. And then... Uh, after like uh, dealing with Indian football, dealing with the officials, dealing with the way the whole thing is done, uh, the owner is done and the club is over. That, that's it. You can, there are like countless examples of this. In yeah, when you were saying, I was thinking of four clubs that I personally exactly. yeah, this is just, this is just yeah. four clubs that come to your mind. So, yeah. wow. uh, so uh, see. Getting to a number is not that difficult. There are you will find a lot of people like this who who'll just come in and do this. The thing is, there is you you should have drawn out a mechanism for to create an environment to assist and nurture a club that is coming up, and then something to you know like uh, uh, some sort of a framework to help them find the sponsors and the money to fund their projects and. Uh, uh, you should have that is what you should have created I mean it's not about achieving this number you can achieve any number you want the tough task is not getting them the tough task is getting them to stay that has always been the case in Indian football you can have 1 million clubs if you try if you get out and in in a country where campaigning and uh, uh, selling um, a message a foolish idea works very well you can get a number of people to come out and do this but the, the challenge is not doing this. challenge is not getting to that number. The challenge is getting these clubs to stay. And getting these clubs to stay long enough for them to create a meaningful impact on Indian football. Which right now is not... I think if you look at it, uh, the shelf life of a uh, a club right now would probably four be years. like around six years. Yeah, I'm four years. I'm optimistic. Yeah, I'm four, sure. five, six, max. Yeah. Nothing's going to change in Indian football. They, they, they won't do anything... How can you develop one player in like four or five years? You can't. So, so that is, see, that yeah. getting people in has never been the problem for Indian football. Yeah. Getting that, and, and you forgot the most yeah. important bit, right? At the end of four years, the father calls the idiot son and says, stop messing around with Indian football. It's a waste of time. And for some reason, it's always the idiot son who's <laughs> always involved with Indian football. Like, I'm sorry, it's a pattern. I just have to say it. <laughs> just to say it. <laughs> I mean, let's not call him idiot son. We'll call him the passionate son who thought he could do the right thing even though nothing oh, was sort of helping kudos, him. Kudos for his passion, but he should really have done some market research on Indian football. Sorry. 
this basic at least those guys are putting money but <laughs> anyway so this is the situation with the clubs now uh, orko mentioned about the national teams we had some really funny lines in our group uh, which i don't <laughs> think we can use i'm going to be here then we want to repeat uh, before the national team i thought uh, i'll i'll just like to put it in because i thought there was something uh, that was going to be said about one uh, one major way in which this one um, uh, this roadmap deviates from the last is that they are giving a lot of importance to the santosh trophy which the last mm-hmm. one didn't according mm-hmm. to the last one the uh, uh, lakshya i think santosh trophy was not exactly given that much of a pride of a place federation cup was, was supposed federation to be federation, federation cup yes federation cup was, yeah. but uh, this time it's santosh trophy and what struck me was i thought this year santosh trophy would be uh, yeah different but uh, very then, different uh, uh when they started the santosh trophy in kerala and santosh mm-hmm. kerala were playing in kodikod it was on a monday at 3:30 and i was like yeah nothing sticks who's going to go watch football <laughs> everybody will be at the jobs and you you are getting like if you had just held it in the same city at maybe 8 o'clock or something uh, you would have had people instead you mm-hmm. hold it on a monday that is the monday after christmas at uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. like and it was uh, either uh, it was a monday if i remember right yeah it was a monday and uh, at 3:30 like oh, do you want people to come watch this or are you just going through the motions and this is exactly what would have happened two or three years ago five or six years ago so in that respect you can go hold the semi finals wherever you want saudi arabia or wherever but as long as the way of building up the tournament is like this what's the point of it all so i covered uh, santosh trophy before the early rounds when it happened in uh, bangalore and all and it's the same thing right they play 3 o'clock on a weekday whatever whatever but fair enough what happens with the santosh trophy i think at least uh, to be fair to robert van he was looking after one cup tournament in the league so these guys because last year by some chance it was held at a place where people are just crazy and they are going to go and watch and the home team did really really well that is the that yeah, is a lightning yeah. in the bottle you know suddenly everybody is like oh santosh trophy live stream 1 lakh people are watching look at the passion in the stands and everything now they are like ah santosh trophy is the way to go and then we say in malayalam tadaiva <laughs> back to the old ways <laughs> back to the old ways ah <laughs> yeah kolapur has great crowd in the weekdays during morning and afternoon matches they do but there are pockets it happens in uh, manipur yeah. and i went there there were a lot of people there watching the early rounds and stuff like that of local mm-hmm. leagues and everything but delhi bangalore and all it's not going to happen they canada ka played in delhi uh, mm-hmm. i think uh, now northeast round is coming I, i don't remember where they're hosting manipur or something it's hosting maybe we'll see more people there but what is the difficulty in pushing it to 4 o'clock right especially down on this side of the expense of flood lights that is the that is the issue oh, because yeah. there is sunlight here up until 6 7 so you can play you can't do it in the northeast and all definitely no you can't do it in delhi also now in delhi also so you figure out some way around it or do it on a weekend and how much expenses does it really add probably yeah. the expenses that these guys have incurred to go to the fifa world cup and stay there for one month could have funded the flood light for santosh trophy for the entire tournament so <laughs> No, we can't say that. You know, we can't say that. He was there. He was doing work there. Some people from uh, from one particular uh, fan club argued with uh, all of us, saying he was doing important work there. Just because he's tweeting about the World Cup doesn't mean he's not doing work there. 
you guys are always been negative like also there were three or four delegations from uh, the people from the indian fa and the state affairs who were doing important work there yeah so who said presentation who said india no, not this is a funny story so uh, um, so i uh, for those of you who don't know i was in uh, i covered i worked in chennai for 8 years mm-hmm. um, i covered tamil nadu football for 8 years pretty much uh, at some point of my uh, during my work there i've come across pretty much everybody who worked in tamil nadu football but the first and the only time i've ever come across the president of the tamil nadu football association was in russia i've never seen him in tamil nadu i've only met him in russia so shows you how what kind of important work they're doing there so it translates to what happens to the game they're supposed to be looking after in india absolutely now let's look at uh, the national team ambitions right 2026 top 7 ओके Hmm. I'm sorry, uh, members of that fan base. I know you're super deluded, but sorry, your hero's not going to take you to top ten by 2026. Let me just categorically state now, right? Yeah. So, who are you talking about? Talk. Okay, leave it. Huh? Huh? So, uh, anyway, my my point is, my point is, you have six World Cup nations, right? Six World Cup nations. not not touching them who are next iraq vietnam uh, uae uae uh, oman right let's say syria already syria mm. Uz- uzbekistan right let's so, look at the asian countries man i was watching the uh, mustabishi cup the level is really high thailand indonesia malaysia all of them are good are but people will take that one match we beat them in 2019 asian cup and black like, huh, 4-1 we defeated them we'll defeat them every time right we drew against qatar nil nil we'll draw, draw against them every time right we only consider two goals against uae will that's the thing it's it's not it's not like cricket that two it's not two for no loss it's two nil it might as well have been for 10 nil it might as well have been 10 nil there's no difference right how what is the domination of these ma- matches right we might scrape one result or two against the we are 19th in asia right now by the way right and that i think is a fair reflection of where our football is i would put us somewhere between 18 to 24 currently on the standard of play right those guys like top top for me top 8 10 are untouchable right we might get one or two off results against them uh your uh, china we got a nil nil then they are also we struggled let's be very honest right and china um, since has not done anything great they have actually gone down China if you look at their performance in the final like final round they were probably 11th out of 12 teams in that yeah. in that entire array Qatar nil nil but like a like an aberration 26 shots they had we had two shots like complete aberration right i mean top 10 unless you know we another way we have of gaming the rankings we are not doing it we are not getting there and and honestly 
like i said i mean uh, who are the nations above us that we can realistically maybe one of the lower rung west asian nations like the b grade b tier or c tier actually even kyrgyzstan and all is not easy we struggle it's not easy it's not yeah. easy. who said it's easy it's not easy uzbekistan kyrgyzstan all of them are tough when you play now kyrgyzstan in world cup the real prospect of russia coming in as well so that's what's oh. not slow oh yeah, yeah. when we played kyrgyzstan in the asian it's okay cup, one team only will go ha we we lost one to kyrgyzstan we lost one yeah we lost once to kyrgyzstan i think when we played that asian cup qualifying round we lost once and we beat them once we beat them we beat them at home yeah and, and we lost away i think right i think lost at home but we beat them at home i was there for that uh, i remember us losing to jordan as recently as i think 3 years back and what a howler that was but yeah but so i mean where where is this top 10 and top 6 women's football i think is top 6 right that is yeah, the i mean like, we'll get to women's football uh, yeah, i mean uh, i i mean targets like i said i mean if you want to add you can add to it like no so it's completely ridiculous because in 3 years as i said i see only one uh, plausible way for people to uh, like indian football to reach this target which is enabling the use of pios like from next year and then by 2026 uh-huh. you have a uh, a team that is made up of six or seven players who are based out of the country who developed in you know better footballing cultures mm-hmm. and uh, then you can maybe come and say stuff like top 10 and all but if you are looking at producing players in india then what are you going to do in 3 years do you think the current uh, 16 year olds uh, or 17 year olds if you give them 3 years of pep guardiola coaching them do you think they'll convert into a player who can who's good enough to hold up hold up against australia and south korea and all that no that's not how it works i mean it may work in like some other alternate reality but not in this one in so gold movies to 15 to 20 years but to develop get john abram to get john abram to be the player yeah So yeah. if you try now, you might get get a top ten. It should be India will be top ten in Asia at in twenty fifty. That should be the target. And that too, if you start. But they only the went to twenty forty seven. Twenty fifty is a whole other thing. Twenty <laughs> five. Why don't you talk about the targets for the under? I give them props because they took a twenty five year timeline. However, uh, it may or may not happen. At least they didn't go like in eight years. We'll be in the World Cup. No, that's generally uh, allowed. No, since we are talking about Asia again, I would like to point out one more thing: is that uh, 2018 Asian Games, uh, India was the only country from the top 20 to not even send a team. So that's hmm. where you are starting from. With, with legit reason. Uh, with legit reason. With legit reason. Ah, ah, but that reason is there, right? That people yeah. think they are just going there for the. <laughs> So that is the standard we are at right now. Yeah, no, invest in lawn bowls. They want a bloody gold, right? They want a want a bloody gold at the last event. So invest in lawn bowls. Invest in one of those obscure sports. We might win a medal or two. I'm serious, right? <laughs> why? Why uh, would you say people? I think people are looking at sports like uh, you know uh, events like uh, how how Neera Chopra came up or how a bunch of people came up in badminton as. evidence that they're pointing at it as evidence that it can be done but football doesn't work like that i mean one person accidentally coming up does nothing to football or nothing to the team as general in general like so uh, you need a uh, 11 or 5 a, a pool of 20 players 20 really good players 
will not come up solid will not come up by uh, you know accident there has to be like the proper culture for it there has to be a proper plan for it and mm. it's certainly not going to happen in 3 years it's not going to happen in 5 years not going to happen in 10 years mm. because i mean think of it like we know this we have we have gone through this we took a bunch of kids we send them hired a, a highly uh, two highly regarded coaches at least with on their cvs you gave them you only got one. them to all the best huh? mm. only one yeah. the, other yeah. was, huh? the other was ha the other was them to go gave them all the exposure you possibly could for 3 years you sent them to all corners <laughs> of the world and mm. they still were comfortably the worst team in the tournament and uh, the 2017 under 17 world cup and none of those players after graduating to senior level have proved to be anything better than existing quality so you know what is funny the mm. players that we are talking about as the standouts now mm. apuya being the one exception more or one except no no apuya let's apuya. say jixon also because he is cons- consistently playing at least but the others are all nothing to do with him listen got nothing to do with it uh, the uh, who is that other fellow okay anyway no, no, okay. Okay. Tell you, Apuya had a very minor part to play in that whole world cup uh, squad huh? he was ah, yeah. he didn't play much yeah he was on the reserves another one who i had huge hopes for aman chetri who never uh, retired uh, yeah he never really caught on for whatever reason that may be Because so, yeah, he, he, he was, was before the World Cup, he had a birth certificate. Because Aman Chetri had a proper birth certificate. That's what happened. People started. Uh, com- people compared him to people who are actually four years older to him. And when that happens, you eventually get bogged down. It happens. He was with like, uh, Chennai for a while. He was with Chennai yeah, yeah. reserve team for a while, but he never made the step. He was. Uh, it was all injuries. Like even in the run up to that, I can say that probably by. Uh, um like uh, the way he was taken care of after his injury while he was with the squad probably led to his early retirement like this uh, yeah this And is if you remember true. like remember a lot of uh, there was uh, all the media were chatting on uh, like a lot of hype was there on dheeraj when the under 17 world cup was going on mm. like the people were coming in saying this club was coming to looking at him that club was looking at him is actually the one player uh who's on uh, who's on par with uh, not on par with but who's way better than the rest and who can maybe but then because given people look at goalkeeping they see short stopping they don't do any of they don't see any of the other things and uh, positioning or ball distribution or anything they don't look at any of that and look at where dheeraj is right now i mean he's he's, he's... people should watch <laughs> his games Yeah. We can make out. We will change. Obviously, and not yeah. just that. Look at uh, the captain, Amarjit. Uh, there is a message from Ashu saying Amarjit and Suresh. Neither one of them have lit the world on fire. Suresh plays there, but I don't know how much of a value add he is adding to that team. Like uh, someone with a lot of legs. That's what he has done. Hey, and Amarjit kept losing his spot in the teams. He kept getting pushed from one team to the other. So yeah, these under seventeen boys are going to get pushed. Like these under seventeen girls are now getting pushed. There has to be a justification for this World Cup. This is the justification for this World Cup, right? How do we justify this exorbitant expenditure? This exactly. is how. That's what I'm saying. So uh, uh, this there are uh, Ashu twenty six is saying Amarjit Suresh Anwarali. That is all. Anwarali is good. I do agree. Yeah, I know. I'm saying. 
I'm saying all these three players are good, okay. But then these players had access of to three years of things that no other generation in no other kid in the had. So are they that? Uh, you know, are they like that much better, or are they levels ahead of the uh, current lot? No, they are not. They are pretty much there in terms of quality. They may be slightly better than most, but that's it, really. So that also, I won't agree because I always said it's right for us to expect more from these guys because they have been given more everything and so what uh, more everything. Even previous Indian age group batches have not been given. What exactly. is definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. But you look at the national team. The ones who are actually playing well for the national team, or who are you know you think of as good players of the national team, you would only put Apuya there. Apuya will be a hands down guy, and Anwar Ali. Now that he's proved, uh, you know, ISL is not to beyond his level. He's actually very comfortably best Indian centre back now. Yeah, nobody else is there. And like you said, like both of you said, it's justification that has to be given because you spent. Uh, I don't know. I wrote a story on the money that they spent. I don't remember how much it is, but it's an insane amount of money on exposure. When you spent like that, if you say the current Indian players are, uh, um, say, at uh, level five, uh, with uh, uh, you expect these players to be at least at a level seven or eight, right? But they're not. They are at level five and a half at best. No, they're <laughs> they're worse than some people who never got exactly. this. Example. Never got these things. So that but, itself is proof that you can do whatever the hell you want in three years, but you are not hmm. going to uh, like produce the good hmm. players that are significantly better than the other. For that, you need at least twenty years of effort. Any any half-respected football coach will tell you this. Hmm. You don't. It, it's not exactly hmm. rocket science or some hmm. sort of secret that is known only to the elite coaching <laughs> citizens of the world. But hmm. any half-respected guy will tell you this. But for some <laughs> reason. And I, I, I'm sure, uh, like, so, uh, I, uh, I must admit that my interactions mm. with uh, Shaji Prabhakaran ever since he uh, stepped down as from his role at FIFA has been very limited, probably non-existent. So uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't know the guy as much as you guys do. But I'm assuming the he also knows this, considering he's gone and seen how other countries do this as FIFA's development officer for the region. So. There is no, not really, there's no excuse for coming up with this uh, frankly unachievable and stupid goals uh, without, uh, like, that is 100 and, it's basically like the manifestos of political parties just before the election. Yeah, I want to ask Nadim how many minutes Vikram has played this season and what he's done in the last three years in the, the league cumulatively. Really just want to ask Nadim. Anyway. Yeah. And also, I mean, uh, to be fair, like I don't I also have too many interactions with Chaji, hardly ever, I think. But what I often hear is uh, people telling me what is happening on the background through him, right? Mm-hmm. With people in the association and everything. I'm not ready to completely bash Chaji for everything because I think some things which we can't discuss here, he's done well or he's planning to do well. But there are other things, obviously, that. He will have to show that he is doing a good job rather than. Uh, okay. What know, what what are the other what? targets? Qualified to under seventeen, uh, both World Cups by twenty twenty six or twenty thirty. Whatever that is, it's not going to work. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then there was a women's football thing. This is pretty interesting for me because 
they they think they can you know catch up to that highest level much faster the the gap is not that much they are overhauling the administration they are getting the whole thing jazz and pizzazz and razzle dazzle and do all the other things that they have to do for women's football i i don't know where this is going again because one thing i noticed is and i wanted to ask orko more because you know you worked in this field a lot they've said minimum wage for women players now i don't know what is the amount if it's like like how they say for tada types uh, 300 rupees minimum wage that could be one thing but if you are going to give a high amount of minimum wage add more matches to the league and you know that's that's all in the plan right will that deter investors because mm-hmm. at this moment lot of them are doing women's football because it does it's not really that difficult right it's not too investment heavy they're doing it out of passion they're doing it out of goodwill that's it yeah. that's all it's not very investment heavy also as much as yeah. the other Yeah, so I mean, this be a problem now when they move yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, might as well have given a gun to somebody and asked them to shoot themselves. Seriously, I mean, it's, I mean, what? There are IWL clubs which don't pay their players, by the way, mm-hmm. right? Because all of their money budget goes into um, logistics. All of it goes into logistics, right? Uh, so I mean, no, I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, at what what is the minimum investment? What is the minimum what what is the minimum salary? Uh, help me out. Is it per I mean, month? They have an amount, so I'm wondering if it's going to be like a decent amount, then it will be a bit detractors. If they yeah, say so, it's 150 rupees per day, I mean, lot of the referees get 150 200 rupees per day. If they say this is her minimum salary, then then it doesn't matter. Right? Okay, okay, okay. So let's assume it's per day, right? Let's it's assume it's day. a decent sum. Otherwise, you can't make such claim, right? Okay. Okay, I'm I'm assuming it's I'm assuming for a season it's fifty grand. Is 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 that a fair? It's nothing, by the way. It's it's four thousand grand for the whole year. Whole year, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And that's nothing, by the way, because I mean you're borderline poverty if you're if you're earning fifty grand per year in India, right? Fifty grand. I can tell you there are I league clubs which I don't, I don't which think it's that. borderline property. I think poverty. I think it's actual poverty. <laughs> actual poverty. No, but uh, India's below the definitions, obviously of poverty and all. But I can tell you there are I league clubs which pay their players fifty grand, right? So I can tell you players who paid I league clubs also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think I think this is straight come out of La La Land. This this suggestion. I mean. it's 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 one of those you know it will make us look good suggestions but in practicality terms it's it's nowhere right in women's football there are there are more uh, women who pay iw clubs to actually uh, play because they'll get like university uh, recommendations and um, all of this so i mean what do i say Let's let's see let's see what the amount is. Uh, Ashish, there is no minimum salary defined for men's players, and I think if you define a minimum salary, it's mm. probably not the best thing, right? Then you have to pay. There there is some complication that comes with it. You are immediately seeing ninety uh, percent of Indian clubs shutting down. The moment you do that, you are immediately seeing ninety percent of Indian clubs shutting down. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Vishnu, anything to add to this now? Not exactly. I think uh, I fully agree with the point that uh, see again. That's the thing. 
instead of uh, improving the system or putting a new system in place which is preferable in this case you're talking about uh, uh, like uh, i'll change this point i'll change that point that's the you can't change that without improving the system as a whole because when you're it's basically like uh, you take something very elastic and you pull it at one end uh, if you're pulling it at one end basically it's contracting at the other so that's what you're not realizing what you need is a completely new piece of elastic that stretches further so uh, all these suggestions uh, this is just going in line with a lot of other suggestions that come at a very developmental level is that them they're not exactly talking about improving the system like yeah minimum wage for women's football yeah but who's going to pay this how are you going to assist the clubs in paying this what system are you going to put up, put in place so that the club who pay again this is the whole problem with indian football always has been that it's a charity that leads like one guy passionately spending all his money how are you putting going to put in place in women's football a system that enables this person to recoup whatever he's putting in so that is what they should define not yeah. i mean yeah you can give them uh, like uh, it's it's easier to say because it's not aff was going to pay this minimum wage so I, it's it's more yeah. like yeah it's saying uh, me taking a new year resolution saying sandeep will lose 5 kilos yeah cool. <laughs> i can take all that but it's not me right who's yeah. going to <laughs> it's like me it. saying I'll, i'll 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 stop having the occasional swig i'm not not yeah. going to not going to do that every saturday night i'm going to hit the bottle i'm going to it's it's inevitable but my point is uh, i i just want to give one point here right there was there are some iwls which were broadcast on facebook right not broadcast which were shown on facebook right what can you guess what were the average number of viewers for every match i'll i'll let you guys take a wild guess at this guess minimum viewers for a match average average number of viewers every 50. concurrent right yeah ஒரு anyway go on yeah yeah so uh, this uh, our uh, take on the whatever that they'll come up with in 2047 but let's uh, we will reserve judgment up until 2047 and at uh, 25 years from now we will do another podcast to see if we have actually done anything about it or we have you know extended by another 25 years uh, the development of football here so be that as it may uh nadim you'll have to go back and check about uh, the you know 880 crore becoming 500 so uh, yeah let's look at the actual matches happening we can just talk about isl um, i just have to say this because that 4-0 uh, victory over mumbai i did not see that happening why i just did not i did not see it happening i knew i thought one way or another i mean i knew probably mumbai was going to win but yeah. i thought kerala from all the matches that the blasters have played they, they at least had the, the defensive resilience yeah, yeah resilience yeah, 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 yeah. all of that yeah. these guys just i just so, don't know what happened i had the switch on the tv it was already 3-0 yeah they had a whirlwind 20 minutes yeah. uh, and these guys had a really bad 20 minutes and you're right it they were 
the blasters have been more defensively resilient this season than we've ever seen them probably right in the nine seasons of the isl right mm-hmm. but this mumbai team is different gravy like i mean tess buckingham is a genius is a fucking genius sorry Please listen to the podcast that i've done with the tess buckingham it's not in youtube it's in our uh, uh-huh. podcast on spotify wherever uh-huh. he is explaining everything about chante and apuya and, and the work and- he's done with them people are so uncharitable people are saying oh you just bought the best players from everybody no boss there have been teams which have bought the best players from every team hey, around mohan bagan bought the best players or at least the most famous players we haven't gotten them to play like this no. nobody's got them to play like like there this a lot of examples were uh, you that has shown that you can buy the best players and you can still be pretty bad so Yeah, if he's yeah. bought the best players and then he's this good then credit to him it's like people who become over uncharitable to pep oh pep you know pep just a money merchant he just spends on players it no shit boss <laughs> if that was the case psg would win the champions league every year or city would win the champions league every year if that was the case that work like that football yeah but yeah i mean atk mohan bagan is going to buy a massive player next year also i'm just going to mm. tell it right now because it's happening we know it's happening yeah. uh, it's only a matter of time So uh, yeah, and they keep spending this this uh, window. They bought Puiti and uh, Gaiego, right? They bought two more. Why? That's a sizable investment. Yeah, that's a why? budget of an I League club. <laughs> yeah, why did you need Puiti? He is playing properly in Kerala Blasters. Why did you have to buy him? Why did there was no need? The Puiti, I think, I agree with. They needed a creative midfield. They need another team. I can't think of anybody. They just need to let the players that they have play, or let them go so that they can go play elsewhere. There's an injury crisis at the club, right? A lot of them are out injured. I mean, it's 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 a it's like a so emergency backroom stuff. No, why is the team getting no. so many injuries? I mean, that, now you're coming to the point where all eyes, well, every club fails fixing yeah. your backroom stuff. So that's an entire different conversation altogether. I don't get it. I don't think they need to sign any more players, but they they have they have Pogba. Who? Why did you sign him? I mean, Pogba. I, I think was more hype than. Yeah, but you spend so much money on a guy who's not even going to play. I love Gallego. I don't know where he's going to fit between Bumu and uh, the their other for, attacking foreigners and everything. Give it to us. Ah, where are you going to play all these guys? I I don't think Juan Juan wanted all these players. They've just got he's got a problem of plenty now, and he's in the situation where he just has to figure it out. Oh, mm. well, this is the pieces now. Do something with it. Yeah, it's like how we. It's like how I make uh, fried rice. I mean, just looking, saying, ah, these are all the vegetables. Okay, let's do this. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I I love the guy, the guy. Go, but I thought it was kind of underwhelming that you know they got they got him. I really thought they would go. Big, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say um, I've just loved watching Mumbai and Hyderabad play this season. Yeah, they have been spectacular. But I think uh, Mumbai have taken it a notch above Hyderabad also, and I didn't think I'd say that at the end of last season. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mumbai, and I don't know what will happen when the two teams meet. But for me, right now, Mumbai is even better than Hyderabad. Huh? Western was a draw. Huh? Ah, last. Time Mumbai Hyderabad was a draw, right? Three all. Yeah, yeah. three I, all. I three That's I don't know what the score was, but it was a draw. It was three all. Three all. It was the first or second match of the season for hmm. both teams. It was three. Now all. they are in the group. Both of them are in the group. So we'll see the next match who's going to be, you know, at a slightly better position. Ha! Uh, never uh, count out Hyderabad, but I think I just put my money on Mumbai. 
for this one. I want to ask uh, Vishnu this, like because he came to this uh, discussion earlier. We've gone to a situation where top six is going to the playoffs, and you have two up there, one there, and then couple here, then one here, and then the bunch of others who are trying to get into it. Do you think this is better or worse that the fact that you can sort of push yourself to the top uh, six somehow make it and then play tournament football and emerge winner? You can finish sixth and be the winner. Six is below mid table. Okay, just saying. Like in bang in the middle, eleven teams, six is not halfway also. So yeah, what what is your take on this uh, shift? I mean, I don't I don't say like. Uh... I don't see how uh, the fact that you can have a winner who don't des- who doesn't deserve to be the winner is better. I mean, or good. I mean, at the end of the thing, if you uh, you the best team needs to win. So mm-hmm. if um, uh, by some fluke the team that is one of those also runs somehow managed to get into the playoffs and win over Mumbai and mm-hmm. Hyderabad, then that would be like a pretty big injustice, right? So I don't see how it is better True. in any. Now there is no Champions League also. Okay. <laughs> this, exactly. is this is the last. This is a format that might not last long. One star because uh, this is Star's brainchild. This is what Star wants. This whole play on the final situation. Okay, so one so day ago, I don't know if it, it will uh, like they want to keep this the case because to be honest, they're just um, um, setting up all sorts of uh, awkward situations by continuing with this. Hmm. So, uh, again, with the recent reform, there's really no point to it. Like, hmm. they've, uh, it's, it's the league winners who get everything. So, hmm. Hmm. I, to be honest, right now, I don't see what the point of this is. It's, a, it's something that belongs to the base basket, if I may say so. So, so, so I, 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 I want to ask you this on the same lines. Yeah. Do you think because it's top six, some yeah. teams have pushed the envelope a little more, thinking we can get into it because, you yeah. know, the level difference is not that high this year. It's very close, especially from say five to eleven. It's not that much. Anybody can beat anybody. Uh, so, so I'll just add a little more context to this whole thing, right? When when the whole when the big league was started, and there were uh, big consultants from McKinsey, BCG, KPMG, and all of them, and probably their sum of knowledge was probably less than the people who were living in living next to me, right? So. They came up with market research which said India doesn't really understand the concept of a league finish, right? See, it has to be simple, semi-final, final, end of season drama has to be there like a soap opera for in order for people to really get attached to it, right? That is number one, right? One of the suggestions they also came up with is that any any match in the league stage happens in a draw, have penalties, right? Thank God. Thank God it was never implemented, right? <laughs> but, so coming to this season, right? Losses are more. And the commercial uh, return for the big top four is is awning gap between them and the rest, right? This is incentivization. This is saying, listen, not only do top four make money, top five and six will redistribute it a bit. Maybe the top won't get that much. You know, maybe... Six, five, and six will get more. This is a bit of incentivization. This saying, listen, guys, you also do better, so that you know, so you're there at the end of the season, and you know, and you can you stand to make way more money than what you would have done previously by not finishing the top six. It also tries to you know keep two more fan bases in the fray involved until the end of 
end of the season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the the top six format is something I've seen in the English Championship, League One, League Two. That's that's the only place I've seen it, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there is also just because you mentioned this, I remember a story like, talking to somebody, mm-hmm. and uh, who worked at the beginning of the ISL, who was mm-hmm. part of that initial launch of the ISL, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they worked in uh, IPL. The same team moved on to this side, mm-hmm. and uh, they were telling me how surprised they were mm-hmm. that there was an audience mm-hmm. for the sport in the northeast and in Kerala. And absolutely surprised that Pune and uh, Mumbai didn't draw that kind of crowd. Wow. I just remember staring at him uh, for a while when he narrated the story. That's the sad part is these are the people who have paid crores and crores to look at Indian football. Yes, yes. The AIFF or the FSTL should have got somebody who knows the market to say, boss, Pune, historically, football uh, for top division has failed. Nobody turns up. Of coffin for top division football. Yeah. And uh, Kerala, 100% people will come. Northeast United, you, although you have bastardized it into a, a seven-in-one sort of a thing, they will still come. At least in the early rounds, they definitely came. Also. Did it. Did that it. They will come. And these two are the ones where you should probably focus on, you know, uh, ensuring marketing does done in other centers rather than the centers where people are going to turn up. I, so this was the level people are operating it then. Yeah. Now I and, think things are that is reflecting. That is that is reflecting in the fact that Northeast have the lowest franchise fee of all of them. They hmm. didn't think the Northeast franchise was that valuable because they didn't think people would come. Hmm. It's only 12 CR that, that you know Northeast gives every year, as opposed to 80k, which gives like 18 CR every year because it's Calcutta. They thought Calcutta and Delhi. Calcutta, I understand, right? Delhi no. Delhi no. So, I mean, let's hope uh, Patan does really well so that uh, <laughs> John Abraham makes a lot of money. He can continue to invest <laughs> in Northeast United. Yeah. Anyway, I think um, we'll have another day to discuss I League and a uh, few other things. Today, I think we are uh, pushing an hour. We want. Yeah, I think to... big result. I'll just quickly say, uh, Rasa United defeated Shinidi. Shinidi again looked very, very comfortable. Stopped today by Rasa United. So, As always, we'll have a twist and turns in the I League towards the end of the season, which yeah. is uh, always the case. And that yeah. is a league that has a league finish, and it's always thrilling. Also, the people who are actually watching it. So, uh, yeah, right from from 2014-15, I think they've had constantly yeah. had good finishes. Last day, final day finishes, except I think yeah. one year, one only one. I think uh, Chennai ran away with it, right? When they won. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, every year it was uh, towards yeah. the last um, game day, yeah. match day, whatever it may be. Minerva's year, four teams could have won it. Correct. Minerva's year, four teams could have won it. Minerva, I think it was somebody else, East Bengal. And, uh, even even Chennai's year, I remember, the no. only got confirmed in the, in the second last game or something. Ah. Yeah. No, but they, they ran away with it. But, but they were pretty dominant in the... Ah, they were dominant, yes. They were dominant, but yeah. uh, even... even second Till the end, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, if uh, people want to see how uh, league finishes are, can be thrilling, please keep an eye on Ailee. I know they have made it very difficult to see it, but you can find it if you look hard enough. That's uh, what we always tell people. <laughs> what so, is this life advice? <laughs> things in life, we should always work together. I think I can uh, moonlight as a counselor also, saying all these things. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks, Orko. Uh, thanks, Vishnu, for your time. 
we'll be back again uh, soon enough i know we didn't advertise this but uh, i don't really know how to do all the stuff and navin will be back to do all that thing so, so uh, yeah thank you hit like subscribe share whatever uh, and all that jazz that you have to do to keep us uh, motivated to continue producing content so thanks a lot guys um thanks vishnu thanks orko good night yeah.